He gives power to the faint, and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This is the subject of today's daily devotion, the Another Chance Daily Devotion. I'm Brian Sussman. Thanks for joining me, everyone. Brian Sussman here. This is the Daily Devotion. I'm struck by the words from Isaiah chapter 40. We're going to move through portions of this passage for you. It's absolutely enlightening, empowering, encouraging. It begins by saying, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. I had a situation recently, as I believe I've told you. My granddaughter had had a visitation, a vision, a dream. Something happened in the middle of the night where she had an encounter with God. Again, she doesn't know if it was a dream or if it was real life. She's not sure. That's how real it was to her. But she said she had a conversation with God, and she said his voice was so comforting, more comforting than anything you could imagine. And that's what we find here in Isaiah 40. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Do you need comfort, my friends? Whatever you may be going through, do you need comfort? Do you need reassurance? You can get it through the Lord your God. We move on to verse 3. A voice cries in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, the rough places a plain, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall, shall see it together, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken." There's a lot there in that particular portion of Isaiah 40, but allow me to let you know that it was during Isaiah's lifetime that the nation of Israel suffered a period of great distress because Assyria, which was the major power of the day, had invaded and conquered their lands. And so in these chapters from Isaiah 40 through 48, There are promises of redemption and promises of deliverance from the suffering. And that's why this this passage begins with the words, Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. The nation of Israel, tiny nation compared to Assyria, had nearly given up. And many thought God had abandoned them. And yet Isaiah drives this point home that the Lord is with us. He is with us. He's the everlasting God. He's the creator of the ends of the earth. And therefore, we shall not grow faint nor weary. But let's continue in this wonderful portion of Scripture. I'm going to skip to verse 10, which says, Behold, the Lord comes with might. His arm rules for him. 
Behold, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. See, this is what the Lord wants to do with you. He wants to gather you in his arms. He wants to carry you in his bosom. He wants to lead you. Verse 12, so beautiful, so powerful. He has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and marked off the heavens with a span, enclosed the dust of the earth in a measure and weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in balance. (laughs) So much for the evolutionists (laughs) who say we just created from some big bang uh, the Lord is the Big Bang. He, he has measured all of the waters of the earth in the hollow of his hand. He has marked off the heavens with a span, uh, a measuring tape, if you will. He has enclosed the dust of the earth in a measure, like a measuring cup. And he's weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance. Whom did he consult? And whom made him understand? He is the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the creator of all things, my friends. Behold the nations, verse 15, behold the nations are like a drop from a bucket and are accounted as the dust on the scales. Behold, he takes up the coastlands like fine dust. All nations are as nothing before him. They are accounted by him as less than nothing in emptiness. You know, the Assyrians at that time thought they were all that and more. And yet they came to their end as well. There was a coalition of countries that came and conquered them. And the city of Nineveh was their capital. That was the Assyrian capital. That's where, remember, Jonah went to Nineveh. The the city was so large. Nineveh, the capital of Assyria, was so large, it would take three days for a person to walk around it. And when this coalition of countries came to conquer Assyria, they leveled the city of Nineveh. I mean, absolutely leveled it. And yet the Lord says, the nations are nothing before me. They're accounted by me as less than nothing and emptiness. Our our hope can't be in... I love the United States of America. I think that the United States of America has been the greatest blessing to this world ever. I really believe that. Uh, Aside from the nation of Israel. I believe that, yes, uh, we have had uh, much sin produced in this country. And we have been purveyors of sin. And I'm thinking of a lot of bad things that have come out of this country and exported to the world. But, but... Here's what I'm thinking about when I think of our greatness. I'm thinking of faith, family, and freedom. I'm thinking of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm thinking of those wonderful saints who came to the northeastern portion of our our country with a goal to see the gospel flourish and to see the gospel sent out to all corners of the earth. And we have done that. This nation has been used of God to export the good news of Jesus Christ to the world. And I'm praying for this nation. 
that's why I close every one of these these podcast episodes by saying, God bless the United States of America, or sometimes God have mercy on the United States of America. My prayer for this nation, though I realize we are like a drop from a bucket, we are accounted as the dust on scales, I pray that there is a revival in this land. I pray that so many people, people that you would never think could possibly know Jesus as Lord, will do just that. That's my prayer. Let's continue. Do you not know? Do you not hear? Verse 21. Has it not been told to you from the beginning? Have you not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he who sits above the circle of the earth. By the way, For those who contend that in the old days people thought the earth was flat, uh, here is Isaiah, an old, old book from what we call the Old Testament. And it speaks of the earth being a circle, a sphere, he who sits above the sphere of the earth. And its inhabitants are all like grasshoppers. He who stretches out the heavens like a curtain and spreads them like a tent to dwell in, who brings princes to nothing and makes the rulers of the earth as emptiness. This was great encouragement to the nation of Israel back in the day, and it should be great encouragement to you today. I want to get to a wonderful portion of this Isaiah 40 passage. Here it is. We go to verse 28. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God. Let's just absorb that for a moment. Have you not known, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God? There was a point in my life and a point in yours where I did not know that truth. You did not know that truth. But somehow, somehow God revealed it to you. He revealed it to me. He revealed it to us. He is the everlasting God. El Olam, the everlasting God the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not grow faint or weary. His understanding is unsearchable. Now listen to this. Where are you today? Are you weak? Are you faint? Are you discouraged? Where are you today? Do you have a friend who's weak, faint, discouraged? Listen to this. He gives power to the faint. And to him who has no might, he increases strength. Have you ever been at a point in life where you just had no might? I remember a couple instances in my life where I just, I didn't think I could make it to the next hour. But I had to rely on the Lord hour by hour to get through this particular trauma. And he increased my strength hour by hour. Listen to verse 30. Even youths shall faint and be weary. And young men shall fall exhausted, but they who wait, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. That's probably the most well-known portion of this beautiful passage. I recall the time many years ago when I had a a fellow Jewish friend who had come to know the Lord Jesus. And he was running a marathon. It was his very first marathon. And 
I was an avid runner at that particular time, but I had never accomplished a marathon. But I knew that there was something called the wall in a marathon, a wall where most people get to mile 13 and man, it's just boom. You're halfway through and it's, it's make or break the wall. And so my wife and I had figured out that we would meet my friend at mile number 13. And he was running next to a fellow runner in this particular race. And we drove up in our car and he was on the side of the road. And as we were driving, we took out our Bible and read this to him. We got his attention. <laughs> he saw we were there, probably wondered what the heck. And we said, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not grow faint nor weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and to him who has no mighty increases his strength. Even youth shall faint and be weary. The young men shall fall exhausted, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And my friend had a big smile on his face. <laughs> And the guy running next to him looked at us and said, wow, that was fantastic. <laughs> I, I just, I got the sense by looking at his body language and the expression on his face that he was not a believer, but man, did this pump him up. And I'm hoping it will pump you up as well. This is such a beautiful portion of scripture. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Do you realize the wings of an eagle are, are immense? They, as much as eight feet. An eagle can fly as fast as 80 to 100 miles. An eagle can fly as high as 10,000 feet. An eagle has no predators. And the Lord tells us that if you will just wait, Wait on him. No matter what your situation today or tomorrow, he will renew your strength. And you will mount up with wings like an eagle. And you will run and not be weary. And you will walk and not faint. Lord, thank you for the privilege of being able to spend some time with, with my friends on this podcast. Most of these people I do not know, but I would certainly love to meet someday. And I know I will. I know I will in the kingdom of heaven. But between now and then, Father, may we wait for you to renew our strength. May we wait for you to mount us up with wings like eagles. May we run and not be weary. May we walk and not faint. In the name of your Son, our Savior, amen. This is the Another Chance Daily Devotion. Thank you for allowing me to spend time with you. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.